Thank you for joining the Chick in a Bag podcast. I am Ty Johnson, and we're continuing to talk about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. The ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we are going to continue with the letter B. B for boldness. B for boldness. There is a boldness in Christ Jesus, one that each of us has access to when we believe and when we have a firm foundation in knowing who we are and whose we are. In Christ, there's a tenacity. There is a knowing, there is a boldness that we must tap into in order to be able to escape every bag, everything that the enemy says about us. We can find the answer, we can find the strength, and we can find the boldness in Christ Jesus. Let me share my testimony. Before I came to a realization of who I was in Christ, I used to be extremely shy. I knew that I was gifted. I was talented. There were there were many different things that I can do from singing, dancing, writing, speaking. But I was so very shy. Like I was so shy that even if people would look at me, I could cry. I remember times when I would always say, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me? Little did I know that God had called me to be a light that shines. And what is a light? It is to be looked upon for guidance, for leader, leadership, and things of that nature. So how could I move forward in the cause and purposes of God for my life if I was not bold enough to understand who I was and whose I was? If people would look on me, I couldn't be shy and timid and go reclusively into a shell. I needed to shine forth brightly for the glory of God and for the plans and purposes of God on my life. So in Christ, I found the boldness that liberated me from that bag of shyness, that bag of timidity, where I felt as if I was inadequate or not enough. I was now able to tap into the glory of God on my life, to tap into the call of God on my life, and to stand boldly in the purposes and declare what he had given me. Circumstances can come that intimidate us. They can get us stuck in bags of doubt, fear, or stagnancy. We need to stand up in our spirit and transcend the natural mind in order that we may break free from the way things appear. It's not about the way things appear or how they look. We as believers know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We know with a surety that we shall surely overcome any plan, a plot of the evil one against us, for the purpose of God must be fulfilled in our life and in the earth. We can't be timid in our approach to the obstacles that life throws our way, but we must go boldly before them. This boldness, a lot of us, So many of us fail to tap into it due to fear of failure and fear of disappointment. But we have a provision. The Word of God tells us that we can come boldly. We can come boldly, according to Hebrews 13 and 6, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. 
Oftentimes we are afraid, afraid of the outcome, afraid of what will happen if we say a thing, afraid of what will happen if we do a thing. But God is calling for us to go boldly, to declare the work and to do that which God has called us to do. As I was preparing this message, David came to mind. God brought David to mind and the story of David and Goliath. And if you can go back in your time and study 1 Samuel chapter 17, I'm sure you will be blessed to see the boldness of David and how he tackled the Goliath. You know, Goliath in our life is any giant, anything that shouts that it's bigger than who you are. That is your Goliath. Anything that says that you're inadequate and you're not big enough, you're not strong enough, you're not smart enough. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough anything or whatever it is to tackle me. That is your Goliath. The Bible says that in 1 Samuel 17 and 28, that David was so upset about it. I mean, he was so upset about who is this uncircumcised Philistine that has the audacity to defy the armies of the Lord and to defy God Almighty. Now, let me tell you something. When you get this tenacity, there will be people that will come and ask you, who do you think you are? According to 1 Samuel 17 and 28, Elab, David's brother, was this person. His brothers heard him talking when he spake unto the men and Elab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why comest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. You see, some people may misjudge your boldness and try to cause you to second guess your motive, but don't be deferred. Don't be deferred for it is a holy boldness that God has placed on the inside of you so that you can go forth and complete the assignment of God at hand. You see, David had an assignment, but he had come on assignment. Hallelujah. When God has called you to something, no matter what someone else has assigned to you, hallelujah, the boldness of God will arise on the inside of you to answer the assignment that God has for your life. You cannot be relocated to the backside of the desert in this season, hallelujah, but the boldness of God must come upon you so that you may possess your possession for the glory of God. God assigned, this was a divine appointment of God to show forth his glory by bringing David from tending the few sheep to go forth and slaughter the giant that was trying to destroy the sheep of the Israelites who were the sheep of God. Hallelujah. Your assignment requires boldness and a tenacity that can only be fulfilled when you walk in it. David was not moved by his brother's comments. He went on to say in 1 Samuel 17 and 29, and David said, what have I now done? 
Is there not a cause? You should ask yourself when people come against your motive, when people come against what it is that God has told you to do and you're moving in the boldness and they're trying to intimidate you to back down. Is there not a cause? Did God not send me on this assignment? Did God not declare in his word that I am to be bold and to go forth and declare the works and and the plan of the Lord? Is there not a cause? No, David was not deterred. He was not deterred. He was able to move forward and we must move forward with the plans and purposes of God so that we can break free of the bags of timidity, the bags of fear, the bag of procrastination, every evil bag that the enemy is trying to place us in so that the glory of the Lord cannot come and just overtake the earth. The way that God is going to do that is through you and through your boldness to declare the word of the Lord and to declare the work of the Lord in the land of the living. The Bible then goes on to say, well, before we go back to the Bible, I just want to encourage you to don't let the haters stop you. I know we've heard that word haters, but look behind the person, the hate or, or the or, or the opposition comes from a spiritual place. It's the enemy that uses people and circumstances to hate on you meaning to try and stop you from being who and what God has called you to be. Don't let the haters stop you with their second guessing. Oftentimes they are coming from a place of feeling their own inadequacies. Believe it or not, your being bold to tackle the issues exposes their fear or their unwillingness to do so. So they lash out at you and say, you're doing too much. (laughs) Let me tell you something. You can never do too much for the glory of God. Just say no to them. You can never do too much to declare the glory of God. Your boldness and your obedience is key in liberating so many others. And it's an essential part of getting and keeping you out of the bag. David went on to speak to the men and he continued to share how this was unacceptable. Imagine he was just a boy, yet these were men that were all trained for battle. But it was him that dared to face the Goliath. I don't know what your Goliath is today. I don't know what the Goliath is in your community. I don't know what the Goliath is that God has assigned for you to rise up against. But I declare by the word and the spirit of the Lord that you shall surely arise with boldness. And you shall go forth in the grace and in the might of almighty God to stand against that Goliath. The Bible says that in in, um, 1 Samuel 17 and 33, and Saul said to David, this was what happened. What happened? David spoke out. Remember, he had been speaking out. He had been speaking out against this Goliath. And yet he was a boy, but the boldness of the Lord was upon David and he wasn't afraid. This word got back to King Saul and that's the scripture I'm going to. The word got back to King Saul about David and his boldness. So he was summoned. Let me tell you something. Your boldness will bring you before the right people, not your fear or your timidity. Your boldness will bring you before the right people. When you know who you are and whose you are and you're obedient to the purposes and calls and plans of God for your life, you are then unmovable and you will attract the right opportunities to yourself. Hallelujah. But you must first walk in the boldness. 
First Samuel 17 and 33 says, and Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him for thou art but a youth and he a man of war from his youth. Let me tell you something. It's not about when you started. It's not about how old you are. It's about knowing who you are and whose you are. It didn't matter. Don't let anyone despise your new beginnings or your early beginnings. Don't let anyone despise your youth or even despise your old age. Let no one despise you where you are when you are in Christ Jesus. That boldness is speaking of the glory of the Lord that is pushing you, that is propelling you, not for you, but for God. Hallelujah. This is a season for the glory of the Lord to be declared. And he's using you to move forward and to do it for him. Your boldness will make the difference and it separates you from the rest. It's not arrogance. It's a sure foundation in knowing the plans and purposes of God for your life. Boldness comes from experiencing God, seeing him move on your behalf and acknowledging it. Not that you did it yourself, but acknowledging that it was God. This creates a confidence and it sets a precedence as well as expectation of him to show up and war on our behalves. I'm telling you, God has something so mighty, so powerful wrapped up in your boldness when you can begin to declare and speak forth the word of God and do not the word of God as well as the things that God is telling you to declare, the things that God is saying for you to speak, the things that God is saying for you to do. He wants you to do them in boldness. He wants you to declare them in boldness. Hallelujah. We're still in 1 Samuel 17. After Saul began to question, King Saul began to question David, David remembered his experience. Remember I said that he had an experience already as he was tending the sheep, that a lion and a bear came to take of the sheep, but David with boldness went out against the lion and the bear, even as a child. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 17, 36, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. You see, we must be mindful of what God has already done in our life. This builds up the boldness needed to press forward and beyond the obstacles we face. We must be bold. We must remember what God has already done. And then that will give us the strength and the tenacity and the fortitude to know that God will do it again. Many people, I mean, many people, they, they, they don't say or do the things that they want and they should because they lack this boldness. They're stuck in bags and, and, and even stuck in a life, not, not one of their own choice, but because they lack the boldness to speak up and to say the necessary. This is not God's will for our life. This is not God's will for our life. And let me tell you something else. You can't go into life with a boldness that's superficial. Hallelujah. You can't go with a boldness that's superficial, meaning you can't go on your own strength, nor can you go on the promises or the strengths of others. The only one that you can go on is the tried and true Jesus Christ, the one who gave you the fortitude and the tenacity in the first place, the one that brought you there. So when you do get in the opportunity, don't forget the spirit of the Lord that brought you there. You can't go with what people are equipping you with and forget about what the Lord has equipped you with. 
Look at 1 Samuel 17, 38 to 39. The Bible says, and Samuel armed David with his armor, and he put an helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of, of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off of him. You see, the boldness that God gives us also comes with instruction. It's not us, but it's him. It is him that is leading and guiding us to our place of purpose. So once he leads us to that place, we must follow him through to completion. See, David knew that he could now follow Saul's instruction, but he had to follow the Lord. The same God that delivered him from the lion and the bear would give him instruction to deliver him from Goliath. We can't afford to start moving in our own strength unless we chance losing the grace to win the battle. For the battle is the Lord's. We just, we must just go boldly and declare that it is so. We must do so. If you look at 1 Samuel 17, um, 47 and 48, we hear this. this and, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord save it not with the sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give you unto our hands. Then David said to the Philistine, thou comest to me with the sword and with the spear and with the shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. You see, it was the battle was the Lord and David knew it. That's why he had to follow the instruction. We must. The only way we can move in boldness is when we follow the instructions of the Lord, because we know we have a sure victory. And guess what else? This is the part that I love. The Bible didn't say that he walked toward Goliath. The Bible didn't say that he he was he was afraid going towards Goliath, but the Bible says that he ran toward Goliath. I don't know what that situation is, but with boldness run towards it. Run towards your assignment. Run towards your destiny. Run towards your possession. Hallelujah. Go boldly. Because we have this confidence. We have this confidence in Christ Jesus. It says in Ephesians 3 and 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith in him. Hallelujah. There's so many things I would love to continue talking about on this topic so, so much. But I want you to run with boldness in this season. Boldness to get out of every bag and out of every situation. Father, I bring your son and your daughter to you this morning. I say, Father, allow your grace and your mercy to overshadow, overtake them, that they may run this race with boldness for your glory and declare your good works throughout the earth. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Chicken in a Bag podcast. Remember, be for boldness to break free of every bag. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.